And it is Wednesday night, and I am not in the station, but I am in my car. It's hoteling on. How are you, Nathan? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's, uh, I have a wedding, and uh, thank God we have my hood, So, But we do not want to miss the show, because we missed it last week, also for some stuff. Anyway, so I understand we have our first caller on the line. Yeah. Let's go. There we go. Hello? How are you? Baruch Hashem, how are you? I am so good. So good to hear your voice. How was your week? Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Thank you, Sam, for everything. You know, um, you know, why did, you know I, I, people have to take it easy, very easy in the car. They drive like wild around Baruch. I walk around and I come, it looks like a zoo. That's true. That's true. Unfortunately, what people is are always in a rush. Human beings. I'm, I'm not trying to make terrorize nobody. What is this? I'm always. I stop feet there. Walk and bark. I can work. I like a thousand people but walking the streets. Can I know? You have to be careful. You have to be careful wherever you go. You really do. All right. Take, you drive, take your doctor. You drive. What? You, you drive. No Thank God. I don't want to drive. I don't want to learn how to drive. I just like to walk. And I try to be careful. Okay. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. You have to. You have okay. to. Get, you have to have. You have to have. Uh, you have to have a talk, man. I want other questions. Why are you always people so busy with leaper with this, leaper that, leaper with this, and that? Why uh, do I don't know. I know. That's a question I don't have an answer for. But uh, you know, know what? what? You always just be huh? happy with uh, busy with good things. That's amazing. I know. Please open my show. I appreciate it, laser. Okay. Oh, looks hey, like the phone line's crashed up. over here. I'm gonna the have phone line crashed. Up. I'm gonna get okay. it back up. All right. Anyway, okay. All right. Anyways, you know what? he brings up a very good point. Let's say, you know he's talking about patience. It's a very good topic to talk about this week because the truth is, well, we're all starting school, and we're all teachers are starting school, and kids are starting school. And I think we all have to, like, work on patience because I think that we're going to need a lot of it this year. And uh, unfortunately, people don't have. And a lot of times it becomes a very big obstacle. Are the phone lines up? Are the phone lines up yet? I'm working on it. I'm working on it over here. Almost back up. Okay. I'll keep on talking. <laughs> anyway. But uh, the, truth, the truth is that... Uh, as I talk a lot about patience, they, 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 they talk a lot about patience, and they talk a lot about the importance of having patience. The truth is, see about how much patience your motorcycle has with us. And you see, sometimes when you see somebody who has a lot of patience, I was in a nursing home today, and I saw somebody who had so much patience, and there was someone having difficulty getting into the elevator. And people are in a rush, and they just waited. And it's a very amazing thing to watch because it's a form of kindness that is really, really very, 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 very holy. You see somebody who's just allowing somebody else to go, and they're not pushing them, even though they, I know that they're in a rush. This person is clearly in a rush. They're on the phone. They needed to get somewhere. But it's very, very important. So, you know, People, I'd like to hear what you have to say about that. It's like, because a lot of people would say, no, you know what? 
you gotta go somewhere. You gotta go somewhere. People have that attitude. It's not, it's not always so good. We Other thing I want. Back up over here. What's that? What's up? I said we have the phones back up over here. Okay. So why don't we give the call number? Nothing. You might give a call number. Uh seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. Okay. That's uh that's the call in to the show. Everybody's like back to school and like back to the grind. There's a whole month of school before our son is here, which is like not fun, but. Um, you know what? First of all, I wanted to reinforce our program, which we need to like do a uh, promo for, which is our our Mishnayis for J Root and Tillin for J Root. I don't know. We had one kid which I sponsored. We want to have other kids. I actually spoke to one school, and the school's going to be very involved, and they're very interested. And uh, you get yourself a sponsor, you text in the name of the sponsor, you text in the number and how much you're sponsoring you for, and then for every mission that you do, okay, the radio station makes money, it's tremendous, so you can't imagine what it means about it. Anytime you turn on the radio station, you hear Shuri, you hear Toda, and you hear, like, unbelievable stuff, and it goes out. So, like, there are people that text us that they're listening in, like, different continents, like last week. We got a text from South Africa, actually. Um, somebody from Arizona texted from our show last week. But um, really, it's, 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 an, it's an amazing thing. And now that everybody's back, we're going to start pushing it. We're going to be contacting the schools, and we're going to make this a big thing. This is really be a big thing. Um, Why don't we take a know, call? I was take a call. All right, there you go. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. How are you? Good. Um, I just like to know. Um, um, I want to know that what's the number of of Rabbiyatir Erbsis? I I don't know. I don't know, but Nelson will give it to you. Okay. Okay. Looks like Nelson, we lo- we, lo- we lost him over here. I'll, I'll pick him up. Okay. Over well, here you, you'll the give number. it to him. Whatever. They call back. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, you, 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 I'm not there. You just tell me when there's a call and you put them through. But uh, anyways, you know, this morning, I was actually it was more like this afternoon. I was walking into this place, and some regular person, she, she was actually a laundry person. She was taking laundry from one place to the next. She walked into the room, and I saw her say to somebody, you look so nice today. And the person's whole face lit up. And she said, thank you so much. That really made my day. And I was thinking to myself, we're so focused on Lush and Hara, and we're so focused on not saying Lush and Hara. I think there should be such a thing called Lush and Hara. People should just say nice things. People don't say nice things to one another. And I know, like, it's very, very important. It's very because it really makes a difference. It can make a difference in somebody's life, and it's so easy. You just see somebody, you just compliment them, and it makes such a difference. And it's like just not a matter of not saying bad things. Do people like randomly say nice things to each other? They really don't. Very few people do. I mean, I'll, I'll you know, I know my wife and I will talk about it. 
But very few people do that. And it's a very, very important thing. And kids should do that. You know, in, when a teacher compliments you, when you, keep, when you compliment a, a, a person, it changes the whole atmosphere of what's going on. What do you think about that, Nussie? Um, I agree. Couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. But uh, but you'll notice there are certain types of people that do and certain types of people that don't. Why do you think people don't do that? I'm not sure. I can't, I can't, I can't answer for other people. I can only answer for myself. Okay. You say nice things. That, 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 I know that about you. But some people just don't think it's a, they, they just, they just not, they don't, they don't, they don't think that it's important. Maybe it's consideration or, or maybe it's just thinking about how another person feels. Maybe they're People just in a bad mood. Yeah, okay. You know what? Why do I have to, like, punish somebody else for my bad mood? You know what I'm saying? Maybe, they, like you said, maybe they don't realize what the other person is feeling. I think they don't. I think that's why we have to, like, promote it. We have to, like, make sure that people know. My father may rest in peace. He used to always say, if you have something nice to say, say it. Don't keep it in your head. Don't keep it in your head. Yeah, I, see, I see bumper um, stickers all over the place that say, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. Right, but there should be stickers that say, if you have something nice to say, say it. You know, people are embarrassed to say something nice. I mean, there's appropriate and there's inappropriate. You know, you know, you're not going to say nice things that are like, you know, like, you know, you fuck. But, you know, nice to see you. Like, you see somebody in the morning, I saw a guy I haven't seen in, like, a long time. It's nice to see you. It makes me feel good when someone says that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Definitely, I, I agree so. with you. Anyways, um, but uh, I think the most important is, is, you know, teachers, a lot of teachers, I had a discussion with a lot of teachers, they think that, that you know, actually, actually, when I was younger, I had a teacher who didn't say nice things. And the reason why was because you have to earn for me to say nice things. And that's a terrible feeling. Teachers need to like say nice things and they need to compliment kids. It's a really important thing. And, you know, some teachers think that if I compliment the kid too much, then I'm going to spoil a kid. But I don't think that's the case. I think the kids nowadays need to hear nice things, especially for teachers. But um, you know what? Yeah, let's give the call. Let's give the call numbers again.
Doctor, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, sorry about that. A little technical difficulty. I think we got that all worked technical out. Technical difficulty. All right. Anyways, I figured. I, I no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I have something to say that I think is going to generate a lot of a lot of energy over here. Okay, I think that I I can't end homework. I think that teachers give too much homework. I think the kids spend too much time in school, and they come home, and it becomes such an obsession. And I think that they need to teach stuff in school, and sending kids home with tons of homework is really, really terrible. It's brutal, and it really, really messed up so much. I know I was, like, rushing home. I was out of town. I'm rushing home. They have to make sure to do homework. And we're not talking about hazarding tomorrow, okay? I'm not talking about, like, re- reviewing learning. I'm talking about, like, pages and pages of written work. I think it's, like, ridiculous. I'm sure that a lot of teachers are going to say that I'm wrong, but I think that it's, it's out of control. I really think it's out of control. Some teachers give, like, an enormous amount of work. They see kids, like, really killing themselves. And then a lot of kids just don't do it, which is, like, a bigger problem. You know, don't give something to kids that they're not going to be able to do. So, give our call out numbers and see what we got to say about that. All right, so we got 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858, or you could text in at 347-927-8398. What do you think about what I said? Uh, with the homework? Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I'm with, I'm with you on this. The problem is it's we need just... we need teachers to listen in and agree with what you said. Right. But see, a lot of times it's the principals that put pressure on, pressure on the teachers. A lot of times teachers are in competition. I don't know what it is, but the truth is, it's like, it's like really, really out of control. I mean, a few vocabulary words, yes. Spelling words, yes. But you know what? It, it really it really gets crazy. It really gets crazy. Um, Looks like we got a caller here. Maybe let's try okay. to take and see what he has to say. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. What do you think about my opinion? Hello? Yeah, hi. Hello? 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 Yeah, I think you're a thousand percent right. I think you're a thousand percent right. So you agree with me? One thousand percent. I had a lot of homework when I was a kid. I think it was the most painful thing for me. It's always bothered my parents. And it, it creates such conflict between parents and kids. There's so little time at home, and then you come home and you end up arguing about homework. It's like, it's really like. I couldn't agree more. You just said it to the state. But you know what? You have to have guts to say it because teachers are going to chef me. But (laughs) I don't think that you gain more from the kids Mm -hmm. by giving them so much stuff. It, It does. It Plus doesn't really, I don't think that you achieve much, much gain. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, but you know what? It, 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 I think some teachers do it because they, they want the kids, they, they think that the kids, like, you know, need to review it more. And some kids they need uh-huh. extra review. But if you have a smart kid that does well in school, it doesn't have to review it at home. So what's the point? What's well, the point? I don't think it's really if the kid is smart or not. I think it's that. The kid goes to school, and he 
like no kid enjoys school, but you have to learn stuff. But um, when the kid comes home, there's like no escape from school. It's like he has more homework now. You know? Right. Even if the and, kid doesn't and, get and, it in and, school, but the teacher's job is to teach the kid right. And he shouldn't and have you know, to do it by homework it, time. Right. It becomes such a, a pressure in the house that it's like out of control. It's like out of control. I agree. But, I agree. Uh, anyway, thanks, thanks for thanks for your, let's see what other people have to say. All right, let's go uh, to our next caller over here. Oh. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hi. I just want to say that I really agree with what you're saying, especially when we are in high school. They, it's really hard because Kamenahara, we have eight teachers a day, and they think they're the only teacher. Yeah, only 10 minutes. Well, 10 minutes plus 10 minutes times eight is 80 minutes. It's so. never 10 minutes. It's never 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes, and then they tell you it's not good enough. And, 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 and it's, it's really, first of all, also, I think teachers should coordinate. I think you make a very good point, especially in high school. Teachers should coordinate. Some teachers one night, some teachers another night. But every teacher every night, it's, 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 it's really, it's too much. It's too much. But I, it, it, is it going to change? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you have, like, real tests, like, the regions study for it. It's very difficult. It's very difficult. But uh, maybe maybe we should start like this grassroots campaign. And see what but, uh, but uh okay. Thank you. I think everyone's agreeing with you over here. <laughs> okay. Well let's see if anything happens. I'd like to get a teacher to call in. And th- that would be very that would be very interesting. <laughs> but, it did I remember we did. We had a while, it was a while ago. Some not a teacher, someone else like a... Someone else that works in, in uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a tutor, a tutor in a school, and you, you said something and she agreed with you. It's very interesting to see that, uh-huh. you know. Even even teachers uh-huh. are listening. All right, listen. You know what? I don't think, the, I, I don't, I think teachers are, are, are forced to give homework to principals, I do believe. I was a principal, and I used to have a rule that I enforced to make sure they didn't give too much homework. Because I really, I really want to make sure that kids didn't have that much homework. The kids need a life. That's my opinion. But anyway, um, it, 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 especially at the beginning of the school year with holidays. It, also, how the kids supposed to help out at home? They have other kids at home. You involve the family at all. It gets, it gets a little crazy. It gets, it gets a little crazy. But uh, it, it, you know, learn, and of course, I'm not talking about learning. Not talking about learning, talking about homework. Okay? This is written homework. I don't like written homework. It's not my thing. But, uh. All right, let's see. Well, we got another caller here. Let's see what they have to say about this. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, how about a former teacher calling in? Uh, A former teacher, that works. Okay. That'll work. Okay, that works. My opinion of the too much homework is you have to realize in our community, the teachers are getting younger and younger. They're being hired as teachers straight out of school. Some of them are as young as 18 years old, and they're teaching already. And they don't always know what they're doing. And by giving a lot of homework, the kids are basically learning the material at home. Think about it. I think about it all the time. You're right. You're right. They are. And, And... 
they, they, the, the parents are sort of teaching them, you know, by doing you know, the homework. Younger with them. teachers also think that they're fooling themselves by like accomplishing tons of work and and, and, and cramming in all this stuff. And a seasoned teacher, like I hear in your voice, you are. You 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 realize that it's more the learning experience and the attitude and the the the, the general. Uh, accomplishment of the classroom teaching that really makes the difference. They're, they're teaching to the highest level child in the room when they should be okay. teaching at least to a middle level, possibly trying to get the lower level children to understand the material. But, but as a former teacher, I want to ask you, is the smartest kid who does the most work necessarily the highest level in the classroom? Sometimes you have kids that are not as bright academically, but they are higher level kids, whether it be in spirituality or in, in, in their behavior. You know, right. a lot of times it's not necessarily the knowledge or the That's test right. scores that make the highest kids. And, and you know what? Those are usually the ones that succeed in life after they get out of school. You're so right. You're so right. You're, you're, you're talking to one. <laughs> that, that, so, you know what? But, I think that the other the other thing is I think the most the, the most difficult thing for kids is that when other kids do well and they create this this divide where kids feel terrible about themselves if they don't do well, that's right. really the most dangerous part of the whole. Yeah, that kids should right. feel that a grade is going to determine whether they're a good kid or not. That 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 that's the most, the most difficult thing. The, yeah. As far as the homework goes, the only way we're going to get them to stop giving so much homework is if someone gets the message out to these teachers that the ones that give the most homework are probably not the best teachers. I, I, you're 100% right. But why doesn't a principal go over how much homework the teacher gives? I always monitored my teacher's homework. I always made sure that I checked the homework sheet to make sure the teacher wasn't going over I think that, you know, I listen, you know what? Yes, yes. We'll never change the system, right? Yeah, yeah, we're not going to change the system. We're not going to change it. We could try talking about it and seeing maybe it'll make an impact on some young teachers somewhere. But the fact is that if a teacher gives a lot of homework, that teacher probably was not teaching that day. And she wants the kids to learn the material at home. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't get it necessarily, but, but, uh, but this is, uh, this is like you said, it's not it's a system in New York, right? A, I don't know what we can do about it. I really don't. Okay, I, I enjoy your program. Thank you. Doctor, are you there? We lost you again. Yeah, no, we're here, we're here. We're here, all right. I was just making sure. Okay. No, it's not. So how long will we be here? So whatever we'll be. We're looking for parking in Williamsburg. Um, good, good luck on that. <laughs> yeah, hold on. You know, across the street. Look. Anyways, but what's the, this is similar to live on the streets of Williamsburg. Should I interview people? Maybe. That guy looks interesting. No, maybe not. <laughs> anyway, okay, so just just stay here. Anyway, 
Oh, any, we have another caller? No, I think the lines crashed again. I'm gonna have to work on getting the mic up. Again. Okay. Let's go in the back. So should, should we, should we like continually agitate teachers and talk about how we don't like homework? Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Like, <laughs> no, you know what? The truth is like this. Uh, or, or homework does not necessarily have to be something that's just so difficult. Also, it can be something fun. It can be something a little bit creative. Project. I think that I think that collaborative projects are very important. I think that that's something that that, that works. But um, I don't know. And that's just that's, that's just my opinion. I think that if a kid that that I never allowed a teacher to put homework on a kid that it should be crying or it should be should be upset and it should be fighting at home because that's so counterproductive. The worst thing, the worst thing is for a kid that life be made miserable because of homework. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Um, some teachers think that it's like a learning process. It's like so important. Now, I think what the last caller said is actually right. I never thought of it that way. The teacher probably didn't teach good enough, so she gave an hour and a half of homework. You know, the kid got to go learn it, learn it themselves, you know? Right. I never thought of it that it, way, but it's true. It's probably true. It is true. It's definitely true. The better teachers, there are teachers that I had worked with that were so unbelievable, and they didn't have a need to give so much homework. They really didn't. They didn't have a need. It, 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 listen. I was a teacher. I hated correcting homework. I didn't want to keep homework. Homework was the worst part of my night, anyway. But uh, as some teachers give like kids correct homework, I don't know. In other time issue, they do not give so much homework. I can tell you that much. Very, very good about it. English teachers, they do not give give a little bit. And it's not so bad. Not so bad. I, we handle it. We handle it. But uh, anyway. All right, we got a, we got another caller over here. Let's see if they agree with right. us. Hi, you're on the air. What do you think? I think that means Hi, yes, they the, agree. Are you on the air? <laughs> they're not on the air. Okay, not on maybe the air, they're not on the air. air. But I think I think almost everyone would agree with what you're saying over here. Yeah, I, I want everyone, I want to have one teacher, one diehard teacher is going to call up and tell me I'm crazy. Listen, we, we asked for a teacher. We got a, a former teacher. That's A former yeah. teacher. You're right. Which sounds like a very mature, like very, very established person. Like, I think that, uh, you know, I, I, I think that the question is why the material is not being accomplished in the classroom. And if it isn't being accomplished in the classroom, then what the reason is, is it too much material? Or is it this classroom's not, not set up right? I mean, these are questions you need to ask. But um, and kids get home very late. And then like, they eat supper, and then it's like, what? It's when they got to go to sleep. sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, uh, you know, it's, it, 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 you know, also, the other thing is, you should know, that Gemara says, A person is commanded to do something and he does it, it's harder to do. 
And when you make everything obligatory, make everything mandatory, so it leaves so little space for inspiration. And how is a person supposed to grow to enjoy something if everything is like, is, is mandatory? You know what I'm saying? I think that that's a big, I think it's a big issue. But, uh, I think that I think that's a very big issue. Making it mandatory. Everything has to be so mandatory. But, uh, Hello. I don't know. Hi. Yeah. Um, I know you wanted a teacher to call in, but the problem is that I agree with you, and my system works a bit different. Since oh, I was, I'm a young teacher. I'm teaching for a few years. I'm going. I've started my next year of teaching. Um, okay. I wanted to share with teachers out there that, for example, any subject that you know you're covering in a week, what you could do, since the girls do have a lot of homework and it is departmental, and they do have a lot of subjects, you can uh, make them a sheet at the start of the week with five to. Five to six examples of what's going to be, and they have the week to do it. That's a great idea. I love that idea. And thank you so much. This is Not really what problem. I hope that would generate. You know something? That, that your creativity and your sensitivity is something that other teachers should hear. And it's, it's an indi- that's really that's, that is really a productive way of doing it. And I'm just I appreciate, sorry I appreciate to say that you. when I was in school, I had the older teachers, and they were the ones that kept on loading homework all the time. And that's why when I went into teaching, I said I'm not doing that. So, oh, so there's, there's hope. There's hope. That, that's great. That's great. What grade do you teach? I actually teach upper elementary eighth grade. Eighth grade. Okay. That's a very – so you need to know, which I'm sure you do know, that's a tremendous tool to use in eighth grade because what you're teaching the kids is responsibility, and you're teaching them also how to distribute their work appropriately in planning and structuring. It's a great, it's a great thing. Correct. Okay. I'm so happy you called. Thank you so much. No problem. Okay. We need more teachers like that. I'd like to hear other teachers' ideas how they of how of how they deal with it. And you know what? I, I share ideas, and think that if a teacher battles this, no, no, there's nobody today goes into Seno because they want to torture kids. We have the best teachers and the best mechanics that we've ever had. That I can ever be fed. But the pressures, and, and a person wants to know what's the best way of reaching a kid. So, this is a great idea, this teacher said. Split it up and give the kids the week to do it. And this is what needs to be accomplished. And that, that's a great tool. It's a great tool to teach kids. We have another call. What? Let's see if they'll agree okay. with you. Hi, you're on the air. another call. Let's see if they'll agree with you. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, I guess we lost, and there was just a replay of the radio. 
we play the radio. I, I, maybe I pulled into myself. No, I don't think so. Um, I think that, I think that, that uh, um, one of the most important things that I believe is you can't give kids something that they're not going to be able to do. It's not fair. Because you're setting them up for a failure. So sometimes you need to tailor make, you know, different things for different kids. And, and it, you know, another thing to do is you feel kids really need review. You can give incentives. You can say, like, you know, do this and do that. You know, you can get this reward and that reward. And give, give, give something that it's like, it's sort of like an extra added as an incentive for kids to do things. I mean, that that's, that's like another way of doing it. But I think the mandatory, like the, the difficult, punitive, I'm going to check it, and if you don't have it, then you're going to you know, feel like you, you, you want to like jump in the lake. That, 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 that's really no good. Now, the other thing is, if a kid is failing, some teachers feel their homework is the answer for that kid. But the truth is, you know, review is the answer for that kid, not as fail. And if they're doing the homework, then, uh, um, you know, if they're doing the homework and that's helping them, they realize why they're doing it, maybe that's, maybe that's the answer. Maybe that's the answer. Couldn't be. Let's see. We got another call here. Let's see if it'll go through this time. Doctor, you there? I'm here. All right, we keep on losing you. All right, here we go. We got a caller, right? Hi, I'm here. Here we go. Hello? Yeah, hi. Hello? Yeah, hi. Hi. Hello? Hi. Hello? Hello? Still here? Yes, hello? Yes. Hi, let's get past hello. Hi. Um, hi. I, what do you think? I agree with the... I agree with the teacher a thousand percent, and it's, I think it's the greatest thing that when a teacher actually tries to figure out how to make the work much easier for the, the children, I think it's amazing. I, but I, I have it, a question. You know, get ahead. What's that? I have a question. I have a brother who's just got into high school, and okay. he he can't sit down. And because of that, he like he got rejected from many schools and so on and so forth. But now they even want they don't even want him in this school, and it was just the first day of school. And he he himself is like starting, you know, he didn't he didn't want to start wearing kisses. He didn't wear kisses today, and he's starting on that path. What do you where, where do you start with this? What do you start? To, I think that I think that the worst thing. The worst thing, and I can tell you that people who do this are higher than it's, it's It's something that they can, it's a terrible, 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 terrible toll that they're going to have to take. Rejecting a kid, rejecting a kid is such a damaging, lifelong damaging thing that can't be measured. Making a kid feel 
that he's not acceptable for whatever reason. And, and I'm saying for whatever reason. It's, it's impossible. It, it's it's mamish, mamish, so terrible. And if the, if the kid's getting this feeling, Yeshiva could say, but we're not doing it. But guess what? Probably not consciously. But if it's happening underneath your roof, you got to find out how to stop it. It's like if someone gets sick and you say, but I'm not making them sick. So, but, but that means you don't have to heal them? That means it's not your obligation to, to worry about healing them? So I don't know what, if a kid can't sit, so you know what? There are many different ways for a kid to modify a schedule or to help a kid to, to do what they have to do and be a part of what's going on in the Yeshiva. Not every kid gets it so much. But what happens is when you make a kid feel rejected, then they end up turning into negativity because they, they end up like, you don't want me, I don't want you. And it's, yeah. it's, So I think that, I think that, you know, if, if, Somebody can speak to the school and find out what's going on, what's making him feel rejected. I think that's what you need to do. Is there is there somebody who could do that? No, everybody everybody these days on something like like that, they just I can't say everybody I can't talk for everybody, but many because we went through so many and they just you know they run away from it, especially when there's not that much money behind the 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 child, they just, you know, there's always you another child who needs help. You should go to the Novominska River. Go to Novominska Go to his Kylie Davids Marv there. You wait. He doesn't turn anybody away. And you speak to Novominska River. I had three kids that were thrown out of the out of a yeshiva. And I went on the Chama, and it was the same Shemai. It was the Rosh Yeshiva. We're really, they had a sheet done. We went, we spoke, and this and that. I went, I sat by the Nomenskareva, and he got involved. He got involved. I'm, I'm a nobody. And these kids were, but he got involved, and he turned it around. Doesn't mean he said just take kids into the show. He helped out the kids. He found out what the kids needed. He gave answers on how to help the kids. And, 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 and he has he has tremendous tremendous but what you're talking about if a kid is going off and getting turned off then no different than a kid that has an infection you turn over every possible stone so you can help the kid find out what the kid needs I have a story in my life that a mother came to me, she told me, my son is Machal Shabbos. He comes to my basement in his room Friday night. My husband's making Kiddush. He blasts his music, and he smokes in my basement every Friday night. And I want him out of my house. So I told her, it's not something that I can say. You have to go to a gadol hador. You have to go to a person who could make decisions of Dine Nefashas and ask. We went to a Rabbi Weintrand from Nevada. That's how he was a huge father. Very nice So 
she said, my son does this and this. He blasts his music on Friday night. So the rabbi asked her, what's his favorite food? She said, what do you mean? The Shabbos. When he used to be at your table Shabbos, what did he enjoy the most? So she said, whatever. So when's the last time you made this for him? So make it for him. He destroyed my Shabbos. He said, you take a hot plate, you put it by his door. Every Shabbos, you put the things there. You put a little note that says, we miss you, good Shabbos. And she did it, and there was a lot to happen in between. But today, he's married, he has three kids, he's trying to Shabbos, he's in touch with his family. So is that a miracle? No, because we're in Elul. This is what Hashem does with us. Anila, don't even, don't delete. A lot of us don't deserve Hashem's attention. He reaches out to us, and he loves us. So that's what I recommend. Okay. Sorry, I think I think that that's gonna be the last call for tonight. We're really running out of time over here. Okay, okay. I'm sorry about the uh I'm sorry about the car show. But uh <laughs> it's just a lot of symptoms, Varashem. Next week I also have a cop. I don't know what to do. But uh Hashem, a lot of smechot. All right, okay, oh. fine. Okay, everybody should have a good week. And uh, if you're Spartic, enjoy your Selichot. If you're Ashkenazic, enjoy your not Selichot. <laughs> and have a good week.